Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! Hey nurses, do you need some CEUs for your upcoming licensure renewal? Well, guess what? I got you covered. WriteRN, my agency, partnered with Martinburg's College to create some evidence-based CEUs for healthcare professionals. Titles like Medical Marijuana, sex trafficking, Alzheimer's, vaccines, substance abuse, and so many more. If you check out SavvyNurseWriter.com slash CEU, you can get 81 plus hours for an incredible deal of $49.95. Go ahead and head over to SavvyNurseWriter.com slash CEU to get 81 plus hours of CEU credit. All right, and today we are talking about three ways to get your writing noticed, which is exciting because there's so many writers out there who doesn't want their stuff noticed. (laughs) Exactly. All right, I think we are live. Yep, we are live on Facebook. So, Helen, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Tell us a little bit who you are, where you're from. We talked a little bit where you're from, but now that we're recording, go ahead and tell us where you're from and what you do. Well, I am in Southern California, which has been, it's been raining for two weeks and I'm very sad, but there's sunshine today. I'm like, woohoo, celebrate. I'm very excited. Um, I have been a freelance writer for many years. I also run a, um, like a digital agency, so digital marketing agency. So I've done writing as part of that, but I've also done a lot of freelance writing, especially in the past. I was a columnist for a magazine in Los Angeles, and I used to interview rock stars too. So that was kind of fun. So I've written, you know, I've done a lot of interesting and weird things. Any cool um, interviews <laughs> with rock stars? Well, Here's Terry cool. Nunn of Berlin. Oh, cool. I like, and then um, I don't know if you know the band, The Bravery. I interviewed the lead singer for the bravery and neon trees. I interviewed the guitarist and blue October. I'm, I like alt rock. So I'm (laughs) nice. Nice. How exciting. Yeah. So so did you start out? Did you grow up in California? I grew up in, well, I was born in California. I grew up in Norway and then I escaped back just before I turned 18. Oh, wow. (laughs) I ran away from home all the way across the world. Yeah. I would say, I would say. And then you went straight into freelancing. 
no, back then I just did secretarial work. I worked for the DA's office. I did all this weird stuff. And then eventually I started writing again because I always wanted to write. And then I got married and had kids and then I put everything on hold. And then finally I started writing again, probably nice. when I was like 37, 38. Cool. Cool. That's exciting. All right. So um, we're going to talk, you know, three ways to get your writing notice. Let's just dive right in. Let's just talk okay. about it. What are, what are the three ways? Well, there's, it depends on the approach of the people and what the needs are of the people that you're, you're, that are watching this and listening to this right now. Um, one of the best ways is to guest post on different blogs and find a blog that has enough traffic so you can get noticed and then read the articles because you want to write in that same form, even though it may not be the way that you normally write, you kind of want to write to that audience, but guest posting, especially on a little bit bigger blogs can really get your voice out there and get you noticed. And that's one of the things that it really works. You just have to find the right blog and be persistent and not give up if they say no at first and make sure they accept guest posting. But even if you can even write on meeting, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not crying. I just have a morning voice. <laughs> oh, you can even write it on. You can even write on um, like medium because medium would also be a good way because it has a big audience. You just have to grow your audience there consistently. But that was the number one thing is guest posting. And nice. even if they, even if there's some, um, for example, I used to write for spinning.com and that was a complete accident because it was a spinning instructor. And so if you find, um, if, if there's not a product, but if, well, it could be a product or service that, that you really like, if they have a blog, you can see if they accept guest posting, because it's really easier to write about something you're passionate about. Yeah. So, I mean, take a second right now, look around where you're sitting and think yeah. of something you always buy or yep. yeah, like something you really love and don't think like, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, like they're not going to take your stuff. But like, <laughs> if you're looking around and you see like a little small shop that you went to, that's a perfect opportunity to just introduce yourself and just say like, I would love to write, you know, content for you on your blog. Would you accept one or two guest posts from me? And mm -hmm. that being said, like, it doesn't have to be health and wellness related. It can be whatever right. you want. You're a gardener, you can write about gardening, whatever you want to do. But I think that I, I definitely say, you know, start with some guest posing because it gives you a sample too for your yeah. portfolio. And and why not, right? It gives you experience. When I first started working for that magazine in Los Angeles before I did the entertainment stuff and the fitness writing, I wrote everything for them. I wrote about clothes hangers. I wrote about vitamins. I wrote about everything. They paid me almost nothing, but I learned and I I use that as a proving ground. I wrote, I, I got faster and faster at research, faster and faster at writing. And so then I was, so you use whatever you're doing or guest posting, you use whatever you add that as a, as a practice ground to get better. And then also, you know, people are looking for content. People are desperate for content. So like you said, approach, maybe the smaller businesses, they need content. I think that's, that's such a good point too, like to use it, like you can start your own blog today if you wanted to, yeah. but you're not yeah. going to get the traffic that some of these people already have. So you might yeah. as well get in front of their audience, right? So it's going to push you forward and you're noticed. So yeah, perfect. Perfect. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> How about number two? Number two would be to start your own blog, but, and to find a voice but it's really important to learn a little bit about search engine optimization because that's how you're going to get your stuff out in front of people. And it's, it is a little bit tricky, but not really when you think about the basics of search engine optimization is what are people searching for? Google wants to know how you can help people. They don't want to know, you know, that, 
like if you're, if you say you write about, let's just say health issues and then, but your blog has things about clothes hangers they're you know, they're going to wonder like, why is, how is this, how is this person an expert on the subject matter? If Google doesn't feel like you're an expert on the subject matter, they're not really going to let you rank very high. And so learning a basics about search engine optimization would be good for your blog because then your own blog can start to crawl up there in the in the rankings and then you'll get noticed. It's actually if you if somebody dives in a little bit to SEO, it's actually better than running Facebook ads and doing a lot of things on Facebook because you have a better people are going to see your your writing more if you do a little SEO on your blog. And you know, like you said, it, it doesn't have to be that complicated. There are just some key things to remember. So you want to think of if you're writing something, you want to think about a keyword, right? So right. if I was writing something for you guys, it would be nurse writer, right? Like I, right. That would be my keyword. And then anything that you think anybody would search for. So think about the, you know, who, what, where, when, why, how, mm-hmm. and that's how everybody's searching for things. We are these robotic people. And sometimes it's like, the weirdest things we'll search for. And you'll just find that people are looking for the same things you're looking for. So think about when you, when you search for things, think about the how to, or the what is and build your pitches around that. Even if it's for guest posting, say, I have a few ideas for your blog. And this is like a really good part to, to throw, you know, back at the guest posting is that when you think about the, who is a nurse writer, if somebody was like, I want to pitch that to you, Janine, to write on your blog. Who is a nurse writer? Sure. Okay. Because that would not only get my audience, but now you're using that who is in a search term. So that's making it search engine optimization friendly. And then using it throughout the piece. Like you're not going to be throwing it every two (laughs) seconds, but enough where it's still readable and that you would understand the content if you were wondering who a nurse writer is. So exactly. Yeah, I I I like that boiling it down into one little, you know, one little, like it's think of it as, as its own, like standalone, if it's standing alone, will people, will Google be able to understand what it's about and who it's going to help. And people can go on. Um, there's a website called, uh, answer the public and people also ask, and then you can find out what actually people are asking for within that subject matter, which gives you content ideas. Yeah. I've done that with ask the public. I, f- I always forget about that resource. Yeah. Alexis says, I love that website. (laughs) It's a great, it's a great, a great website. Hey, Sammy Scribes, if you like what you're hearing, why don't you come on over to Instagram and DM me the words, get me noticed, and I will send you a downloadable from this episode. No email required, just a quick link. Just send me a message saying, get me noticed. Um. (laughs) And another thing is to actually um, create credibility for yourself, like in the media, get articles written about you and about what you do. So if you find a niche in writing that maybe is a little bit different, then you can can get articles about you written. And I know I haven't had enough coffee this morning. That's why I sound a little <laughs> incoherent. <laughs> but you can find out what people are looking for. Like there is a resource called Help a Reporter Out, which is called HARO. And people can go get the newsletter. And there are, for example, health-related issues. So if if you are, if you have a nurse writer and they're writing something about health related or medical, there's a lot of need for, for medical sources and they are looking for nurses. So if you, if someone has a blog, then they can answer these queries that we call them. And then they will get, blah, 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 I can't even speak. They will get 
noticed through the media. And that is huge because they also get backlinks to their blog and quality backlinks, which brings their whole blog back up into the search engines again. And then if you searched your name, your name would come up as a source in that article. So that's just establishing you as an authority in that field too. So I think it's Help a Reporter Out is a really cool website as well to, mm -hmm. to get yourself out there a little bit. And you'll be surprised at how many things you can answer. And even if it's not exactly your niche, even if it's not what your blog is about, if you have one or your website, if it's about one, um, you can still answer questions because it's just getting your name out there when people search for you to make sure that you're credible. And Google will also look and not Google, Google doesn't look, but the algorithms and everything, the bots look to see, are you an expert in your field, especially if it's health related? They want to know that you know what you're talking about. And that's why even a lot of our clients within my agency, they want the nurse bylines because they don't want to put just like our team, whatever the company's name is, team, because that doesn't show authority at all. So right. if it says Janine Kellogg, RN, CUOB, like they know that it's an RN who's writing the content. And that's really, really important, especially these days. And I feel like it's starting to get more and more noticed that way. And yeah. we're seeing less and less garbage content out there, but it's still out there. As we know, in the medical world, there's a lot of, a lot of garbage. And that's where these, especially this last year, Google made these gigantic changes to their search algorithm. And so they're really looking for authority and to make sure that people know what they're talking about with medical, with insurance, with law, because they want to make sure there's not too much garbage. If there's a lot of garbage, you will get ranked lower. And so it does help establish your credibility. And that's that's really important for people who are nurses and who are writing in that field is to establish the credibility. For sure. For sure. So run through those three again for us, Helen. As if I would remember now. No, just right? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, don't make um, me do it. I'll have the guest tell her expertise here. <laughs> guest posting as yeah. many places as you can, and also on reputable sites. You can check the um, domain authority. I use you can you can access um, Uber Suggest for free. I have a paid program for that, but Uber Suggest really helps you find out the domain authority. So you want to have a decent domain authority so you get a backlink back and preferably ask if you can get a backlink back to your site if possible. If not, hopefully they can set you up as an author, an author profile, which that would also help establish you as an expert. And the second thing was, hold on, let me think. I know what the third thing was. We talked about it. Second thing was starting your own blog or your own website. And just making sure that's very search friendly and that you have a lot of quality information on there that people are searching for. And the third one is the um, get noticed to the media, get your, get your name out there. That's the most important thing, getting your name out there. Yep. Perfect. Well, before I open it for questions from people, I always make my guests do, do some fun questions. So for like these days, are there any books that you're reading right now that you want to share or any that have been very inspiring to who you are today? Well, my free time, I read serial killer books. So that's, that's not helpful, but I do like atomic habits is one of my favorite books because it really talks about how do you have it right there? Is <laughs> it really toxic? Cause it's hard just to create a habit. So that habit stacking and the triggers that is so interesting. And our lives are all about habits. Writing is all about habits. Being successful is all about habits. If we don't have the good habits, it's really hard to yes. move forward. So that's one of my favorite books. 
Yeah, mine too. I, I love how that author, James Clear is the author. And I love how he just gives you all these actionable steps and like yeah. examples and, you know, to fit it into your daily life. And it's so true. Like you said, like there's so many habits we do in our daily life that make us who we are. I mean, it really it can make or break you in a sense. Like you take action in your business, you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. You showed up today, like to this little thing you're going to be successful. Like you are taking the time, making it a habit to do the things that you're supposed to do to, to move yourself forward in life. Like even if it's like to lose 10 pounds, right? You have to show up every day. Even if you go to the gym for two minutes, you still showed up. It's all in your mind. It's all about habit building. And then you start, like you said, stacking those habits. And it's a really interesting book. If you guys haven't read it, what about, um, podcasts? Are there any podcasts you like to listen to right now? I have my own podcast. Oh, but, what's your podcast? Um, Give it a little well, plug. It's called Walking and Talking with Helen. And it's actually a walking podcast to get people moving like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And we talk about healthy lifestyle. Um, I talk about how sugar is okay. If you want sugar, you know, it's not like craziness. And we talk about, um, you know, mental health and confidence. So it's walkingandtalking.show is the website because I want to get people moving. And it's really hard when you're, especially if you're working and you're writing and you're stuck. If you get out for a walk, just 10 minutes, you come back and you have a different perspective. And I, that's why I'm trying to get people just walking because walking is anybody can do it yes. and you can fit five, five minutes. Doesn't matter. Just especially if it's sunny outside, just get out and get some sun and clear your mind so you can focus better. When I took my um, educator role at the hospital, it was a desk, more of a desk job. And I was like really nervous about it. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like I'm on the floor all the time. This is going to be really hard for me. I scheduled like meeting times, like, so no one could book anything with me, like 10 minutes here and there just to get up and walk. And I would, I'd go outside and walk. And now that I work from home full time, I definitely throw in like a workout in the morning. And I always have a walk in the afternoon just to keep the blood flowing except today because there's so much snow on the ground you can't one there's no sidewalks and two you can't tell the difference between the lawns the sidewalk and the road it's all like one blanket it's terrible so my son actually does some tutoring at this place that's right across the street from the mall so i've been doing yeah. like mall walking me and like the 90 year olds See, that's what I just wrote an article or no, I wrote an ebook for my, um, my website and it talks about mall walking too. But what I usually do, if nobody's looking, I just dance around a little bit, you know, dancing to me is <laughs> yes, like, there put you on go. some music and just dance. <laughs> and especially if you're stuck writing, put on some music and dance. It's yes. amazing what that does for you. Just re-energizes there's, you. Um, there's like those things that like walking treadmills that you can put under yeah. your desk and like actually walk. Um, I stand a lot cause I don't like yeah. sitting. So I have like my laptop here on like a riser that can yeah. go up and down, but I don't like standing all the time. So then I sit down. So, you know, that's kind of nice, but yeah, I, I love that you, um, have that in your podcast because it is, I actually, that's when I listen to podcasts more than anything is when I am walking or driving, yeah. but mostly walking. So that's cool. So <laughs> besides your podcast, are there any podcasts that you're a fan of? Let me try to think because I'm listening to other ones because sometimes they're just so boring. They just make me crazy. So um, I'm trying to think who I like. I do like Amy Porterfield's podcast. It's very sure. educational. I do like um, uh, Nicole Barker's uh, Unicorns Don't Wear Pants. But nice. it's, it's very it's very more crude, but it's very um, into like for small businesses. Yes. And 
think that's, I mean, I have a lot on my playlist, but I'm just not really, I should just, let me just check right now. <laughs> Let's see what I have. Cause I I've started to use overcast as an app because I can select. I think it which... was Joanne. Joanne, wasn't it you that told me to use overcast and I haven't gone back. I, I couldn't stand Apple's podcast. I think it is terrible. It is awful app on the phone and overcast. Yeah. I am loving overcast more than Apple. iTunes because for there's sure. too much, too much noise. I actually listened to, I started listening to something called how to fail with Elizabeth day. And it actually is a bunch of people who talk about their failures and what they learned from it because I we all that. have failures. You yes. launch your blog and it's crickets and you're like, okay, well, then I just have to improve using failure as the way to improve because that's, that's how I've run my whole life. Well, that failed. Okay. Yep. Now what, now what do I do to change it? it it's how you have to run. Cause if you take failure, it's like, you'll never succeed. Um, then I would have not succeeded a long time ago. <laughs> exactly. So. We just have to keep changing until something works. Yep. 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 So, all right. Where can people find you, Helen, all over the internet? Well, yeah, but um, I have a, well, my uh, walking and talking dot show. And then I also have a blog, which I'm, I'm moving it right now. So I don't even know if it's up, but it's realworldweightloss.com. And that's just about, it's really more, I got away from more of the weight loss. It's really about healthy habits and um, just creating a healthier life for yourself while still eating chocolate or whatever it is that you like to do. And I have a Facebook group called, well, it's imperfectly healthy dot group. And that takes you to the Facebook group. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.